Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures. We've heard a lot about net zero energy on Green Energy Futures. We've done stories on net zero homes, churches, and social housing projects. But as action on climate change ramps up around the world, we're now hearing about net zero companies, cities, and even nations. Canada has an established goal of net zero emissions by 2050, and the Canadian Centre for Climate Choices has just released a report on what it'll take to get there. So at a basic level, net zero means that we are reducing all of our emissions to zero or where there are any remaining emissions that we're finding ways to pull carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. Jason Dion is an author of the report, Canada's Net Zero Future. And we've seen things really accelerate ever since then. A number of countries have adopted this as the target. And it's really sort of focused minds in terms of this is the goal. No more talk about let's just sort of reduce our intensity of emissions, scale back a little bit where we can. This is the target now. And and for folks like me, it's refreshing to see our setting our sights on what the science says is necessary. Dion and his team examined 60 different scenarios for Canada to get to net zero. But we can conclude that there are enough potential routes to getting there that the goal is achievable. Now, does that mean it will be easy? Not at all. It would require policy and efforts, coordinated efforts, stringent efforts at a level beyond anything seen to date. So it's a huge undertaking. In their research, Dion and his team divided climate actions into two categories. Safe bets, things we already know work well, and wild cards, things under development that we're less sure about. I think the most important safe bets are, two of them are electrification. So electric vehicles, getting transport running on electric instead of fossil fuels, really important. Getting electricity in buildings too. So electric heat pumps, electric furnaces, really important up on the move away from fossil fuels. So electrify everything is on top of the list. What else? Energy efficiency all across the economy, especially in buildings. So that's home retrofits and the like. Another is methane capture in oil and gas. So the leakage, the flaring of methane, a really powerful greenhouse gas, really important way of reducing our emissions on the path to net zero. And then the last one I think that I would highlight is non-emitting electricity. So wind, solar, hydro, all of these sources of electricity that don't produce emissions are absolutely critical to getting there and supporting that electrification that I talked about a moment ago. These safe bets are two-thirds of what'll get Canada to its 2030 goals. But wildcards become more important after that. So I would say that the most important wildcards out there are, on the one hand, nature-based solutions. So things that can actually hold carbon in soil, in plants. You know, you can do this in agriculture and forestry. Really important. Other wildcards include biofuels or renewable gas, and then hydrogen, for fuel cells and heating. And then the last one I'd flag really important is things like direct air capture, negative emissions that can suck carbon dioxide out of the air and bury it underground. Early stages for technologies like that, but potentially a really, really important part of putting that net in net zero. It's amazing the change that's happening in Alberta, but I think the biggest solar array in Canada, the biggest planned storage battery project in Canada. So it's a province and a part of the country that energy modelers know is really rich in renewable resources. So the wind and solar potential there is huge. Find links to the report on Canada's net zero energy future and learn more at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.